If you have ever been with a narcissist, you know what it is to survive a hell like that. You know what it is like to suffer. So you do everything in your capacity to avoid encountering one again. But what if I told you it's not about doing as much as it is about not doing certain things to truly protect yourself from narcissistic abuse. But what are these things that I am talking about? Let's find out in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In today's episode, we are going to learn five things that you must stop doing if you want to protect yourself from the plague of narcissism. Eager to learn with me? I'm sure you are. Before we begin though, please make sure to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already because your subscription always helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. Also, I have created a powerful yet a free healing resource for you. A guide that answers top 10 questions asked by every single survivor of narcissistic abuse. Want instant access? Click the i button above or the link in the description. The first thing is not being able to say no or not saying no enough. I know you are an agreeable person. You are an open person who just wants to get along with everybody, who wants to avoid conflict, who doesn't like differences, who just doesn't want to get into arguments with people. You are a peace-loving creature who just believes in compassion, kindness, and being caring and open to others. But that, that is what a narcissist weaponizes against you. If you're open, communicative, compassionate, caring and kind towards every person you meet, especially these exploitative, narcissistic people, they are definitely going to take advantage of you. So you got to say no. I know you want to be polite, but sometimes you have to be extremely assertive. You have to be blunt, especially to these people, because the only language they understand is of the extremes. Either they want extreme compliance or they can be cornered and stopped by extreme boundaries that do not have loopholes. So you got to respond to them in one word and that is no. You got to say no enough times because these people, when these people show in your life, they study you. They try to know what your vulnerabilities are and how they can be used against you. And if you do not say no when they target you, they'll be able to make an entry and there you go. The whole cycle of narcissistic abuse begins again. So you have to create a balance between being a very polite person and agreeable person and being a jerk. What? Yes, a jerk and a polite person. You don't have to be a complete jerk, but you don't have to be a completely agreeable and open person either. Because if you're not well bonary, these people will easily show up in your life and make you tiptoe around them without you knowing what's happening to you. So I hope I was able to emphasize the fact enough that you need to say no. You need to learn how to say no if you were not allowed to say no back then as a child. Maybe you had controlling parents. Maybe everything had to happen their way. Maybe whenever you said no back then, you were met with humiliation. They put you down. They punished you. All you experienced was pain. You were afraid of saying no. That is what you have to get over if you do not want these narcissistic people destroy your life again. The second thing that you got to stop doing is you got to stop not fiercely protecting your peace. Your peace is your biggest asset and the narcissist always tries to destroy it. They want to get 
what is the most valuable to you and they want to destroy it because that is what makes them feel good about themselves. So whenever you will encounter a narcissist, they will try to get to the inner most core of your life. They will want to know you inside out and that is what you have to be cognizant of. You cannot give every person who steps into your life, who arrives in your life, the access to the gem that you hold dearest to yourself, that you hold the closest to yourself. Maybe it's your family, maybe it's your friends, maybe your past, maybe anything that you can't just share with everyone. So you got to recognize what it is and then you got to create different levels of connection that you will maintain with others. For example, in your office, if you're surrounded by narcissists, you got to maintain a shallow level of connection with them. You can't let them in and you can't go deep with them because you know if you were to do that, they will destroy you. They will run smear campaigns, they will gossip about you, they will take advantage of you. Whatever your gift is, you cannot give everybody the excess to it. If your gift is being empathetic, if you are a fixer by nature, if you are a savior, you cannot save everyone because these people are masters at pretending to be a victim. They know how to be a victim so that you can jump in and try to ex extinguish the fire. They want you to save the day, but you don't necessarily have to do that. So you have to recognize what your strengths are, what your superpowers are, because that is your gem. That is the most important thing that you were gifted with. That is your calling and you have to use it wisely. You cannot spend your resources on every person that you meet because not everybody is truly open to receiving the help that you have to offer. So you have to be extremely, extremely cautious when it comes to the people you choose to help. Because as I said, not everybody is seeking the help they seem to seek. Maybe they have different agendas, agendas that are hidden and only will be revealed if you give in and once you are under their thumb. So you have to be a fierce protector of what you have to offer, of your energy, of your resources, of the capability to connect with others. You have to maintain different levels of connection with people depending on their capacity to connect, depending who they are, depending on what their personality is like you have to fiercely protect your peace, your stability, and that is what will protect you from narcissists and narcissistic types in the long run. The third thing that we all must stop doing is not cutting ties when we clearly should. I cannot emphasize this enough. We love to give chances because we believe that there is good in people. People are good in general. We do not think of the evil side that some people have. We do not think of the evil that some people carry in them. We want to believe in the positive. We are optimistic. We want to see the good side and that is completely okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But you need to understand that the other dimension, other opposite, counter, parallel part of this goodness exists as well. There is this bad part, the evil part, the ugly part that makes up some people's personalities and we got to acknowledge that. We got to understand and accept that we must not change the colors of the people when they show their true colors. When they reveal their true personalities, when they reveal their intentions, we must not defend them, we must not justify them. The moment someone confuses you, the moment someone gives you mixed vibes, the moment someone makes you question your identity, your personality, your thoughts, your feelings, the moment someone confuses you, 
is the moment when you should cut the tie. You're not cancelling them. You're not ghosting them. No, you're protecting yourself and you are severing the ties because these people are predators. They're energy vampires. And if your intuition, and we'll talk about this intuition more, if your intuition is screaming to you, don't go there. This person is manipulative. This person is gaslighting you. If you read the signs, Listen to these signs. Listen to your intuition. Cut the ties. The moment someone shows you their real face, the moment someone starts confusing you, the moment someone starts lying you, the moment someone starts being a hypocrite, the moment someone starts shape-shifting, the moment you get bad feelings from someone. Remember that because your intuition is going to be your biggest guide in the whole process. So cut the ties. Cut these people off from your life. The moment you see them, for who they are the moment you are confused. Because after experiencing narcissistic abuse, the last thing that you want to experience again is the trauma that you have already been through. So your value system has to be reorganized and you have to know what your priorities are. What is your biggest priority when it comes to relationships? Transparency, honesty, clarity, communication, authenticity what is it because all these values they are a must to be in your value system they must compose it if you want to protect yourself if you do not see any of these in the person you're trying to connect with at a deep level it's a no-no and they should go the fourth thing that you must stop doing is not being self-aware enough to know your traumas. Now, this is not blaming you. I'm not saying that you end up with narcissists because of your own traumas. Of course not. These people are masters at studying you. They have what I call a predatory form of intuition. They're very intuitive, but in a bad way. They study you thoroughly inside out. They know what your vulnerabilities are. They figure out what your buttons are so that they can push them sooner or later. They can use them against you. They can use your pain, your past, your childhood, whatever it is that you have been through against you to abuse you, to control you. They may find a crack in the wall and seep in through, make their entry through it and then control your psyche. So you got to be aware of what your traumas are. You got to recognize what your pain points are. You got to understand what your unmet needs are so that when a narcissist shows up in your life as the fulfiller of these needs, you just do not accept them out of your emotions. You just do not accept the things they offer because the things they seem to offer, the emotional needs they seem to meet, it's all fake. They never truly intend to meet anything. They are giving you a false idea that they have the capability to meet your needs, to offer you what is missing, to heal you, to help you. It is all a predatory act. So if you become aware of what your traumas are, if you become aware of your pain points and unmet needs, you can also become aware of this predatory act and catch them the moment they are trying to play with your emotions. The moment you find someone using your past against you and extracting information first and then morphing into this person, shape shifting into this person who exactly tries to fix the wound that you have, that is a red flag and you should step back. You should ask yourself, is this consensual or non-consensual? Why is this person doing this? You must question the validity of the connection that you think you have with the person you are interacting with. 
You must become fully aware of yourself, of your psyche, of your emotions, of your feelings. You must fully embody them to be mindful and cognizant while exploring relationships and connections with different people, with different cap capacities and capabilities to reciprocate that connection. The fifth and the most important thing that you should stop doing is not trusting your intuition. That by far is one of the biggest challenges that I have seen because we have been programmed to dissociate from our inner voice. We have been told that our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions, our perceptions are wrong. We have been heavily gaslit, not only by our narcissistic parents, but by the whole system, the cultures, the society, people who brought you up, people who taught you, your teachers. I mean, every single person in this society who is an authority and has the power to influence you has gaslit you in one or the other form. So you got to connect with your intuition again because that is your biggest guide always. You have to learn how to listen to your intuition over listening to the narcissist manipulation and their gaslighting because they will try to disconnect you from your inner knowing once they step into your life. If you were to ask a question or raise a concern about their intentions, they will instantly manipulate you into thinking that you are making it up or you're reading into things or you're reaching. This is not what the truth is. You are exaggerating. At that point, it becomes extremely important that you attune with your intuition. You get in touch and take feedback. See what your intuition is telling you and listen to it. You have to learn how to do that because your intuition will save your life in situations where nothing else can. Your intuition is your biggest weapon against narcissists. In conclusion, you got to learn how to say no because narcissists are repelled by those who have strong boundaries and are able to say no without feeling any guilt. You got to fiercely protect your gifts, your peace, your stability, whatever your super strength is. And you got to properly think through before spending your resources on the people you decide to spend them on. You got to learn how to cut ties when people give you mixed buy. You got to learn how to see people for who they are than who they want you to believe they are. You have to become fully aware of your traumas. You have to know what your pain points are so that these predators are not able to use them against you. You got to know what your intuition says to you. You got to connect with it and trust it. That was it for today's episode. I hope you found it insightful. If you did, let me know in comments and also let me know what else I can help you with. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin.